Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert, Tim Ash, is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Uh, bringing to you another interview today with a provocative thought leader in conversion optimization. My guest today is Dennis Vanderheiden, the founder and CEO of Convert.com. Say hi, Dennis. Hey, everybody. Uh, You know, you are, uh, you have the, you know, I live in San Diego and I always uh, tell people what a wonderful place it is, Uh, but your company is located near Cancun, Mexico. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Convert.com and how you guys got started. Um, well, we actually uh, were a lead generation company. I was running that, and uh, we, we ran into some troubles in 2008 thanks to the crisis. Built some uh, WordPress plugins for, um, for conversion optimization, really worked out, and basically became a company. Um, so last year, we got funding, and all the people that were involved in it were living on different parts of the world. And we brought them all into a neutral, agreeable place, which is basically turned out to be Cancun, Mexico. So we got um, we got some people from Romania, from the U.S., and 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 from Holland here, and we're all in the office, uh, working our ass off, and basically being in uh, in the most beautiful part, enjoying weekends here. Yeah, well, you know, I've, I've been to Cancun and south of there to Playa del Carmen and Tulum, and uh, it's certainly you know beautiful spot, uh, Cozumel as well. So do you get any work done or are you just like uh, watching Girls Gone Wild outside the window? Um, well, luckily we have an office with, with blended windows because it is very distracting walking around here, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, so we're not too close to the beach. We're three blocks away. But uh, yes, on the Friday afternoons, we all go with a team to the beach to have a drink there and um, not talk about work. Okay, well, since you're, you're just pissing me off and making me jealous, let's move on to the actual interview part of our conversation. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you, we were talking before, uh, well, what I like to describe as uh, kind of the four pillars of landing page optimization. The first is kind of what most people consider your, your standard bag of tricks, you know, copywriting and uh, you know, uh, headlines and visual design, user experience, you know, getting rid of all the stumbling blocks. Uh, the second would be uh, appending third-party data that you know anonymously about your visitors. The third would be uh, you know, changing what you know about the site based on your inner past interactions with them. Or, and, the, and the final piece would be behavioral targeting and seeing what they actually do on the site and then changing the site experience. So if you bring all those things together, you have a truly one-to-one experience for people. So you kind of have discovered the power of that yourself. So describe what makes your you know, convert.com software unique and your, where you fit into that bigger picture. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, it, it happened, uh, as I said, in 2000 when we actually were struggling a lot over our previous company and uh, basically visitors dropped by pretty much 50%. Um, so what happened there is we, we picked up something very basic. I mean, uh, depending on what keywords people were using on the AdWords campaigns in natural search, we could basically figure out what they wanted, combine that with what pages they visited and what time they were on specific pages. We were able to, um, to basically uh, uh, manipulate those pages and change it slightly that it actually fits 
their needs. So we left like a scent. Uh, you're familiar with that, leaving a scent behind. Yeah, information scent. That's right, so that exactly. they can follow. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you're uh, watching what they were doing as well as aligning their kind of expectations with the upstream intent. So if they came in off of a keyword, I assume you're – you were doing something as basic as changing the headline of the page to match or incorporate that. Is that right? Yeah, what we exactly did was uh, we had multiple domains in that one. For example, we had CRM software boxes. Uh, we had ERP software boxes where we, we, said we, sell, we sold the lead. And if people came into the CRM site, later on in the week they came in with an ERP question. We mixed those two and we would say on the right-hand side, are you interested in the free ERP box? where we select ERP software that connects really good to CRM systems. So we knew they were searching CRM before, they were searching ERP software before, and, and today's sessions, probably after a couple of visits, they were now ready for a specific box. And if the, we uh, personalize that box with the two types of information that we had, today's search versus last week's search, we got a very good lifting conversion. Okay, so you're so, tracking their behavior over time, and you know, on a return visit, you remind them essentially of what they did on a past visit, and say, "Yeah, are you doing this new thing that you say you're doing, or are you still interested in the old thing as well?" Is that the basic yeah, so, idea? Indeed. So we knew they were searching for CRM last week, and this week they were searching for ERP. So we combined the two blocks of information, saying, "Are you interested in ERP systems that connect to CRM?" Um, that's probably what you're searching for, and then we optimize that message and we change the um, the blocks. And that was very simple at that time. We just uh, built plugins in WordPress to do things like that. But it turned out that uh, a lot more people wanted this, so we built a product on top, and that became Convert. Okay, so let's talk about what Convert is now. Describe it for folks. So it's a SaaS software package that people can use for testing, but it also has built-in analytics and segmentation, the ability to kind of slice and dice your data after the test. Is that pretty close? Pretty close. Uh, We describe ourselves as the um, A-B testing tool for agencies and experts, and that means everybody knows A-B testing. You get those, what you see is what you get, editors in there. Um, We have that, but we combine the advanced segmentation option. So you can actually say, I want to run this test on a specific set of keywords used in the last year, plus the behavior on the site. So as soon as you discover something, and for example, you Google Analytics, and you're saying, I'm really, really curious why the conversion rate of uh, Facebook visitors is, uh, is less than the conversion rates on the AdWords one or the natural search, you can actually run a test saying, everybody that came to, from Facebook to our site today and in the last year, if they ever come back, we're going to bucket them and offer, for example, a whole set of additional plugins uh, that relate to Facebook and see if we can get a lift in the conversion rate for that particular source. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's e-testing, but very targeted. Okay. And so um, can you give us a couple more examples of the, the types of common things that you can do with the segmentation in your package I and mean, besides just the standard split testing? Yeah, we, uh, we have a whole set of uh, lead generation companies that, that do something very basic and very logical. For example, we got um, uh, a whole group of people using the following. They are out there to increase their, their list sign-up, so they're, they're out there to get emails. Um, so what they do is you go to a site and you convince somebody to leave their email address um, 
And, and at that moment, that person comes back, becomes more or less a loyal client. And a traditional site, for example, will keep showing that sign-up box on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Because it's technically uh, quite challenging to replace that, that sign-up box with something else. But we'd like you to test with Convert.com if you can replace that sign-up box for newsletter for everybody that is already signed up. Because we know that because we monitor the uh, and we cookie people. So yeah, that piece of real estate that's on your landing page is completely wasted. If yeah, you well, it's not only going to waste, it's worse than that. It's irrelevant. It's, it's, kind of, it's redundant and it's not applicable to me anymore. Like you say, I've already given you my email address. So why are you wasting? I mean, rather, why are you off message? That's, that's more to the point. And it's not just it's wasted space, but it's, uh, it's kind of um, yeah, it, wrong. It it's just wrong. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, so what would you replace that with? Well, their, their objective is to get them step one on an email list. And then they follow sort of a lead nurturing pattern. They have an email list and they want to uh, get you to the next level. And whatever that next level is, you can combine that newsletter level with the site's level next level. So, uh, for example, if your next level is you want them to download a white paper uh, to measure the engagement and if they're ready for a purchase of your training program. So... A click in an email is downloading a PDF that triggers them to the next level of lead nurturing. Why don't we replace that box in the site with that PDF as well for those people that are already on the sign up? And okay, well, that, that sounds like um, kind of uh, rule-based uh, information. Now, you can store some of that in the cookie for your testing tool. I don't mean to geek out on everybody, but basically you can see what they've done on your website in the past. But does this also have implications for tying into your customer relationship management system, your CRM system, or your marketing automation software? How do you, where do you actually get that behavioral data and that, you know, potentially even your lead score or your whole interaction kind of history with yeah. them? Yeah, we have people that use, for example, Marketo or Pardot or um, um, systems like that, just marketing automation systems, and they signal us. I mean, um, if you click on an email newsletter and you have the uh, UTM variables, for example, uh, in the link, like uh, you, you pass variables on to your site, uh, of course, Convert can pick that up as well. And we can signal saying, okay, according to Marketo, this person is now in lead stage number three, so the site also has to change. And on top of that, all these tools have JavaScripts to trigger things back. So we can, of course, say as soon as they land on a particular page, include that JavaScript for Marketo or Parda to signal Marketo or Parda that they're already actually in the next stage. Even though out of their system, they reach the, the second stage of, uh, of the lead nurturing process. And you can signal that back. So using UTM variables and, and JavaScript, we can, we can tie it back to several systems. And so... Um, all right. Well, now you're you're geeking out a little bit with uh, UTM yeah. variables. That's a Google yeah. Analytics term, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna break on that and reset and uh, come back in a couple of minutes. And I want to talk more about aligning this kind of with the the lead flow cycle and lead lead generation using marketing automation. This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, and we'll be back in two minutes. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. 
What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And today I'm continuing my conversation with Dennis Vanderheiden, uh, the founder and CEO of Convert.com. Now, Dennis, before the break, we, we were just touching on a, on a topic I want to explore a little bit. Um, most people aren't that familiar with marketing automation tools, and I want to set the stage. We use them. There, there are several out there. They fit various size companies. But at their core, you basically are getting a 360-degree view of everything someone's ever done on your website, anything they've downloaded, emails they've opened. So as a result of that, you can kind of gauge their level of interest or, more, more to your point, their position in the funnel. Are they just in the awareness stage? Are they considering and comparing or are they ready to act? So how do you map that onto what the site should actually be doing based on knowing where they are in the funnel? Yeah, for that, um, the most easy is uh, since we don't directly integrate, we need to get some signals from those marketing automation and uh, simply using a specific URL structure in the email newsletter um, will allow us to pick up where uh, where the email system leaves off. So that basically means to um, for a user, and in this example, you can use an e-commerce site, if their shopping cart is full, but they haven't checked out, we can signal your email marketing system, if it's ready for that, that their shopping cart abandonment process should start. And as soon as they clicked on the site, 
we can actually say, okay, they went back to the site, but they still haven't purchased, so a new set of emails should be triggered. So uh, even though the system is not integrated, we can really uh, play really well with those abandonment shopping cards and, and lead nurturing campaigns. Okay, so you're basically saying there's kind of just a two-way signaling. You know, they, they signal you what stage the visitor's in, you signal back any other kind of new actions they've taken or or changes in, in the stage that they're in back to the marketing automation software. Yeah. I mean, by just uh, by using the, the, the URL and just passing some additional information yeah. on the URL. I mean, the, okay. they can pass it using the URL and we can pass it back with JavaScript, uh, for example, that way. And uh, in core, so convert is an AB testing tool, but it has those uh, behavioral rules and segmentation options, which, which allow it, especially for marketers and, and, People are more expertise in the A/B testing. They're looking for a little bit more um, than the basic A/B testing tools out there, and a, and a little bit simpler than the very large enterprise tools. Well, a lot simpler. Okay, let, let's face it. When you when you start doing a large scale implementation with uh, something like uh, Adobe Test and Target or you know interwoven autonomy Optimus kind of platforms, we're talking about a months-long integration, very expensive software licensing, and then probably a bunch of customization and professional services on the back end of it. It's not something that you just kind of start doing. So talk about kind of the your difference in approach and uh, how you think about the whole setup and ease of use of this kind of stuff. Well, I think we reached, uh, we reached the, uh, the level of A-B testing where everybody knows you just need a JavaScript in the header of your website to get started. And that's where we, we started as well. Just paste the JavaScript in the header of your site or your client site and basically get started. And that's all you need. And the rest are, uh, are things on our end that uh, we, we try to stay away. You don't have to implement anything else but that JavaScript. And uh, I think A-B testing is becoming uh, really something that everybody can do. There's no excuses anymore. Uh, there's very simple tools out there. And as soon as you're, 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 you pass your first test, uh, we usually get a lot of people that just want more. And, and when you see the options out there and you have some external systems that you want to segment on or signal, then, 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 then these tools are, are usually very simple. A little bit of JavaScript in there and for the rest it's uh, um, implementation time of five minutes. Okay, so that's uh, that's what I was getting at. The basic tools are basically you can use a what you see is what you get or WYSIWYG editor to just manipulate and swap out buttons and headlines and you know yeah, areas yeah. of content and pretty much all of them work the same. Uh, Optimizely Visual Website Optimizer, your tool, uh, as well as Google Content Experiments. Well, actually, they they require you to do JavaScript in the raw and don't give you a nice interface to swap out content, but. I was more interested in how you hook into those kind of third-party systems to get that additional business rules or triggers for swapping out content in the first place. And, and are, okay. also, are well, you doing anything um, in terms of... We try to build integrations as simple as possible. For example, what we got right now is integration with Kissmetrics, so we signal Kissmetrics uh, all the data. But, for example, we also pick up uh, items from Google Analytics. I mean, without you having to install any additional codes, we will pick up the revenue tracker of Google Analytics and will display all the revenue results inside testing. So there's a lot of um, things you can do nowadays without adding any additional scripts to the client side. Listening to other people's JavaScripts allows you to integrate really well. So um, we can pick up goals in Google Analytics. 
we will pick up uh, revenue from Google Analytics, order items, um, all those things we can pick up and signal back. So you can signal back um, something called custom variables to Google Analytics for people to slice and dice the A-B testing data we provide to Google Analytics. So most of these tools have, uh, have very powerful capabilities. And it's, as I said, it's just usually a JavaScript way. And from that moment on, these integrations are usually done with a checkbox and then it's integrated. Okay, um, so l- let's uh, let's talk about behavioral targeting a little bit. Can you uh, change the site experience for someone based on just what their actions on the site are uh, and what they're doing in their current session? Have you done any tests along those lines or have your clients done any tests like that? Yeah, we got people that uh, basically based on the on the behavior, for example, you can monitor clicks on, on specific events and then uh, basically either redirect them or change the experience based on that. So uh, if you know a specific person hangs out in a category for a 10-page visit right now, then we are able to test, for example, offering them a free shipping coupon. Just putting that extra banner on in there is saying, okay, we see that they're visiting products more than $100. Um, it's worth uh, for us to offer this coupon to this person. And um, we're not a personalization tool, but we can test if, if these offers move the needle. So it's an A-B testing tool, but it has all those behavioral rules in there. So um, that's what we're testing and our clients are testing. So it's not something that you're going to permanently leave in the site, but you can effectively see if personalization is a good idea or which personalization uh, tactics are the most effective for your company. Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, it's easy to leave it on there if you just disable all the variations of us, but we're not a personalization tool. We are there to uh, prove advanced segmentation if it works, and as soon as you prove that, I think you're ready for a personalization tool. So uh, we basically leave, um, uh, we basically start where other A-B testing tools stop. So as soon as you know A-B testing, you're comfortable with that, you do a lot of tests. People usually come to Convert.com for that next level, and you prove that your company or your client is ready for personalization. So that's where more or less where we end. As soon as you prove that, if this personalization makes sense, then personalize. Okay. Well, well, that sounds good. Uh, we're going to take another break here in, in a minute, and um, and when we come back, uh, I want to explore your globe-trotting ways. I, I thought I traveled a lot with a couple of dozen trips this year, but uh, you visited over 60 countries, uh, which seems pretty crazy to me. Uh, so when we come back after the break, Dennis, I want to hear about the strangest experience you had on your travels. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Uh, so, Dennis, uh, before the break, uh, I was mentioning your globe-trotting way, 60 countries? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. What are, <laughs> what are some of the, the strange or off-the-beaten-track countries that you've been to? Um, well, my first experience, uh, the first trip was uh, starting in, in U.S., Canada, and then flying over to Japan and China and that especially Japan and China that combination was uh, was a bit of a cultural shock spending two months in Japan and then two months in China um, that order I can not recommend to anybody um, <laughs> the most organized uh, country in the world in Japan going for the uh, the least structured country in the world uh, China at that time is uh, and then um, that's a bit of a culture shock so um, it is uh, especially Japan and China are two fascinating countries, and I really love being there. But uh, uh, the order of travel is uh, is important. It's very so. important. Okay. Well, what's what's the strangest experience you've ever had on a trip? What's the most unusual thing that sticks in your mind? Um, well, having an elephant walking by my uh, my lodge every morning was uh, was kind of scary. Um, <laughs> and happened. where was that? That's basically in Zimbabwe. We were, uh, I was located in um, very, very near Victoria Falls, near the border of Zambia. And uh, basically, uh, people said there is an, uh, a local elephant that basically passes by the village every day looking for some stuff. Uh, don't be scared. It doesn't do anything. Um, but uh, if, you, um, if you hear something, just don't panic. And it could be just an elephant to, uh, that's sniffing around. <laughs> And uh, waking up with an elephant next to you is, um, I don't care what they say, it's a nice animal, but it is, uh, it's kind of big. And, uh, it's <laughs> kind of big. Well, you, well you, I, I know you're Dutch, but you seem to have a British gift for understatement. Yeah, I would say elephants right next to you are kind of big. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, so where do you um, kind of see, uh, what, what are some tips you have for uh, people that are doing their testing programs? Uh, in terms of 
approach or pitfalls to avoid? What are some you know, practical advice you could give people thinking of using tools like yours? Well, I think the most important thing, if you want to tool, use a tool like ours, it's, it's, it's not about testing. I mean, conversion optimization is not about testing. Temper- testing is like 10% of the entire process. And looking at what our clients do and the most successful clients we have, the 90% of their work is getting the problem right. Um, so I really, really don't want to see people go into our tool and saying, uh, I saw that you can test buttons. Let's go and test buttons. So I don't want to see those people. And, and that's why our pricing is a little bit more expensive than everybody else because we keep everybody away that starts with button tests. We like to actually <laughs> let actually know what they're doing. Um, so, yeah, you uh, know, if I, had, if I had a nickel for every time someone asked me, you know, which is the most effective button color, then I, we wouldn't be talking right now because I'd be retired to my Caribbean island. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's amazing it's not- how people just get stuck on some little tactical tidbit they saw in a seven best things to test blog post somewhere. Yeah, and, and especially that's not where I want to go. And I think uh, the most important thing is um, it, it is sexy to, to publish cases and it is sexy to show a 150% increase and it's super sexy to show that the president makes 60, 000, uh, $60 million on things. But I think it gives the wrong signal as if testing was the way to go forward. And it's not. Testing is a tool to prove that the hypothesis you have is, is right. So it's usually, uh, that's where people get, uh, get stuck. It's getting a problem, actually looking at your analytics, finding where people get stuck, talking to them, researching, doing eye tracking, uh, doing customer interviews, doing user testing, and only at the very end you have a hypothesis of why things are going wrong and you find a, try and find a solution and prove it with testing. So I don't want people to ever start using testing as in, uh, let me try this out because I saw a case. That's well, well so- my, yeah, my, my friend Brian Eisenberg, I mean, he was preferring mostly to multivariate testing when he does it, but he would call it kind of the slice and dice approach to optimization. You just throw a bunch of crap in the blender and you, and you see what comes out. So putting bad ideas in the blender isn't going to move the needle, or even if it does, it's going to be in a limited fashion. I think what you're saying is, you know, try to profoundly understand the problems with your website and your landing pages, and only from that insight can you get really good ideas about what needs to change. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you see a lot of people, and uh, you see a lot of people getting it wrong in tests. So, in general, a lot of agencies that that use a tool, it's uh, it's fifty percent they get they get right on their test, and uh, the newbies that just basically say. Um, uh, let's throw things in the blender, get usually uh, one out of ten. So the more research you do, you actually move the needle and the chance of your test being being successful. Yeah, and, and in terms of test design too, I think if you're coming up with solutions or ideas for what to put into your test, uh, what we champion is kind of radically different approaches um, to, to separate out the different versions, not to have slight variations on the theme or timid approach. If you're doing split testing, um, what do you think of that approach? No, looking at the, the internal stats we have on, on, on people using our tool, it is, uh, it is, uh, almost 50% of the people use AB testing using the, what you see is what you get editor. And then we have another 30% is actually using split testing in the tool, and only 20% is using multivariate testing. And that's, I think, the right approach. So basically, we have 80% of the people following your advice saying, do A-B testing 
do radical changes. And as soon as you know that you're in the right direction, fine tune with multivariate tests and uh, figure out which of these specific elements were the cause of your A-B test to win. And uh, so I think that's the right approach. Radically different uh, tests based on a problem statement with a hypothesis uh, and afterwards fine-tuning to see if what particular message in that A-B test maybe moved the needle and if there were some underperforming elements in that A-B test. Right. Well, um, we could uh, go on for hours. Unfortunately, our, our time is up. Dennis, if uh, folks want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to, to reach out? Are you going to be speaking at any events or doing any webinars or how do they reach you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at the Conversion Conference uh, on the, um, the 10th of October. I'm, I'm speaking in Florida. And if you uh, want to yeah, reach welcome. out, it's... Yeah. Yeah, well, and thank you. Uh, and you can reach out to me at Dennis at Convert.com. It's D-E-N-N-I-S at Convert.com. Well, very good. Uh, thanks again, uh, loyal webmasterradio.fm listeners. You've wasted a perfectly good half hour listening to us jabber away, but maybe you'll learn a thing or two. Uh, come back in a couple of weeks. We'll have another interview with Conversion Thought Leaders. And uh, we hope to see you at Conversion Conference, Fort Lauderdale, near Miami, October 9th and 10th. And the promo code is WMFM if you want to save $100 on your registration. Again, that's WMFM. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.